0: Hey, welcome! Glad to have you on Gary on Guns. Jordan is in from Powderhorn Guns and Archery. Uh, coming up a little later in the program, what's going on in Illinois <laughs> because they just keep uh, you can't have the uh, semi-auto. You can't have the can't have it again. Uh, I guess it depends on what date it is. We'll get to that, but we're going to kick this segment of the program off with show and tell. Uh, and I have a uh, a whole bunch of firearms here that I can choose from. <laughs> I I I'm going to start with this revolver because uh, this is just. People, you have got to see this. Uh, it's a forty-five Colt, pearl handled.
1: I mean, it's just beautiful. <laughs> that's the Uberti Lawman and uh, uh, Outlaw series, and that's the Doc version, I believe, that I brought in today. Um, awesome series of, of guns. We have several people that are attempting and/or have made the entire collection of them. Um, but it's just, it's just a pretty gun. I mean, it really is. You got a polished nickel. Um, firearm, you've got the the white pearl um, grips. Um, it's in the 45 long Colt. Um, it, it's just a, it's just an absolutely gorgeous gun. Fun to shoot. We, uh, I said th- th- this is a whole collection they've got. I don't remember how many it is. I, I forget how many guns are totally in the collection. Um, but they have one for the Frank. They have Jesse. They have uh, Doc Holliday. They've got all the famous lawmen. It, it's a really neat series. But the cool thing about that guy is it fits your hand pretty well because uh, some of them have smaller grips. Um, on them, um, some of them have more like that bird's head grip. Um, that's a, that's a little too small for me. But the forty five Colt, that one fits my hand. Awesome, um, and it just looks good. I, I have one of these. This is not my forte. I'm not a revolver guy, single action revolver guy. But I, when I first saw him, I was like, I don't know. There's just something cool about this Doc one. Um, and if you look at the pictures online, or you come in and look at this one, it just it just screams old cool gun. It does. <laughs>
0: I'm, and I'm I'm not a revolver guy. Yeah. Um, i I really like semi-automatics but i am just it just this would look good on
1: a wall get two of these Uh, and mount them up on a on a on a wall somewhere yep as for some of the guys that do the whole collection they just have them on display of course i bought mine i bought myself an open top old western leather holster and got the belt and got the little bullets in the belt and i look so cool when i'm out there (laughs) <laughs> well, or at least it, in my own mind it might, it
0: must, <laughs> you know must there must be a lot of power in that gun because uh, you don't look cool
1: otherwise that's uh, that's a fact boy boy in my mind I'm the coolest kid when I put that belt on <laughs>
0: That is just beautiful. It really Um, is.
1: And we don't get these. These are pretty hard to get uh, because it comes from Italy. Um, It it is harder to find these. This is the first dock we've had in. We've had a couple francs, and I still have, I probably have $40,000 worth of those on order for the last two years. Um, So we we just slowly get these in. They do go pretty quick. But uh, I've got that dock in today, and it's it's just just a cool gun. Great Great triggers. Great everything. Oh, man. I am loving the way this looks. All right, uh, so you can. Uh, how many of these do you have? Is, I think <laughs> I just have that one. This is it. Yeah, I think that's because we had two, uh, already sold one, and then that's, that's the last one I've got.
0: You've got to see this. You've got to stop by Potter Hunt Guns and Archery and pick this up. It is uh, absolutely fabulous. That is really <laughs> neat. Uh, the next one I'm going to take is this uh, it's a 1911 style, it's a 22, it's Browning, um, and it's a beautiful little gun. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what I think. I think this is uh,
1: great for smaller hands. Yeah. The uh, the Browning Black Series, Black Label Series, they make three eighties and 22s in the 1911 frames. And they've been super popular. Um, both of them, the, both the calibers, have been super popular. The nice thing about the 22, and we were talking about this a little bit, um, I still sell a lot of 22s for self-defense because it's, it's still a fine round, especially if that is the, for, for timid people um, who may still have, uh, mixed feelings about firearms, and they're starting down the road of finding concealed carry and getting into uh, self protection is a great, great thing to start with. Um, and it's a fine place to end with if that is all you're comfortable with. And the, the beautiful things about these, that's because 1911 frame, so it is small, it is slim. Um, like you said, it's better for sh- small hands. Uh, big hands sometimes could get <laughs> our, our big meat hooks get in the way <laughs> of getting through on some of these smaller guns. Uh, but my wife loves, uh, that size gun and she, she fits, it fits her really well. Um, uh, standard single action. It works exactly like a 1911 wood and it's in the browning quality. I mean Browning makes good guns. They've got good warranties, and they've always been super helpful. And uh, they're they're pretty. They come in a couple different um, flavors. So you can get just a black on black gun. You can get a black on rosewood. You can get stainless black and rosewood. Uh, there's there's a lot of options, and we have several in stock to choose from. Um, but uh, but good quality, really really good quality Browning stuff. You know, for right around 600 bucks, yep. uh, you can't go wrong with this.
0: This yeah. is really nice, and it's. It, 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 you get uh, as you were pointing. You and I were
1: talking about this earlier. You you get hit with a <laughs> yeah. handful of rounds out of this thing. Yeah, you'll, you'll, some people will say that, and I get where they're coming from. Is a twenty two have the quote unquote stopping power of forty five uh, No, um, but I don't think there's anybody out here that'll just let us shoot them in the chest ten times with a twenty two to prove it doesn't hurt. Um, it, it is still a very lethal round, and uh, and in the right hands, it is it is super lethal. But it's the the point of still supporting the 22 is the fact that some people are not comfortable with recoil. They're not comfortable with the bigger bang. And this will make them more comfortable because if you have a gun that you will shoot but you're not comfortable with and you're trying to carry it every single day, that's a problem. Um, you're not going to pull it out when the time comes or you're going to second guess yourself when the time comes and you can't you can't have that in your in your head.
0: Um, yeah, uh, a terrific firearm to say the least. Ruger also in 22
1: Really, uh, it chambers easily. It's yeah, a- that's the uh, the Ruger. I think it's the SR22. Uh, we sell a lot of these along with the Walther uh, P22s. Very very similar guns. The P22 came out first. That's what I have for my wife. And the- <clears throat> excuse me. And then Ruger followed suit with the uh, SR22. It fits my hand. Uh, there's something about the the grip that's ergonomic. It's smaller, but I'm able to shoot my wife's Walther and this SR22. Um, got adjustable sights on it. Comes with two magazines. Um, good trigger, really good trigger, and a follow-up trigger. Um, really, really nice. This one has the safety, um, a, a slot or standard frame-mounted safety like you normally think of when you're asking if a firearm has a safety on it. Or a pistol does. Um, really great. Lots of uh, concealed holsters for that available too. Um, so it, it is a great concealed carry. You do have a rail on the front, so you can put a uh, a light or a laser or anything else you want to put on there. Uh, a, a sweet I like bayonet. How
0: deep these are, so that you can. You can really grab a hold of it. Yeah. You really get a hold of it. It's but, not going to slip out of your
1: hand. That makes a difference. It really makes a difference. Uh, once you get sweaty, once you get tired, or once you get bloody, it's really hard to grip those those smooth surfaces. So, yeah, it, it, it's a well-made gun. I mean, and for the price point, and it's a Ruger. Ruger is probably one of the better warranties and companies for getting warranty work done that there is out there. They don't ask a lot of questions. You send it to them. You usually have to pay to send it to them, and they pay to send it back um, and uh, you, you send it to them, and they they fix things that are 50 years old, no questions asked, and send it right back to you. They they really want you to be happy with your purchase, they're, they're really good. Uh, this is what 440? Man,
0: yeah, that's brand new. That is beautiful. And this grip is it, you know, we were talking about uh, chambering it and, and how you know these uh, grooves are nice and deep, yep. but but the the grip is really grippy, it is without being. <laughs>
1: I know what you mean. <laughs>
0: sometimes you get a gun that's grippy, yep. but but the grip has all these little knurly things, and it, yep. it, it
1: it almost uh, hurts. Yep. This is perfect combination. And when we do sell, I sell it especially to some uh, some older folk. Um, it really does. Why help. did you look at me when you said that? I, with pure, pure respect, sir. Uh, did but you,
0: did you notice that Brian? He looked at me when he said <laughs> "older folk," and he like <laughs> he nailed you then,
1: that's right? right. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> it's good to know you'll come you, to my rescue. Uh-huh. You still have four or five years for your old. You're good. Uh, <laughs> but the the nice thing about the 22 also that we don't really say on the semi automatic is it is easier to manipulate. So because you have some people that do have a lot of trouble working that slide. Yeah. As we get older, we start to lose the the functionality of our of our hands and our arms and the strength in it. So it is really nice that that is a lot easier. I can have little old ladies. And little old guys, they can grab a hold of that and still rack it when they can't do it with a three eighty nine millimeter, nine millimeter things like that. So it's, the it's a great EZ thing. is not any
0: no. any more challenging than that. Yep. So that was, the that EZ slide's really cool. The, I'm saving the best for last. <laughs> but wait, there's more. That's you right. know what? We're up against the clock, and we got a couple more uh, uh, firearms for show and tell. We'll do it next. I'm Gary on Gun. Yeah, and I'm not alone in the studio. Well, yeah, I am, but Jordan is here. Uh, I got <laughs> Jordan from Powderhorn Guns and Archery. Stick around. I want to be alone. Uh, I'm just getting even with you for all the cheap age jokes you throw at me. This rifle that you brought in, um, <laughs> this is used. It is has three mags. Um, it's a Ruger Carbine 22, and I'm looking at the furniture on
1: this thing and. You said there's some, <laughs> there's something on it. I've yet to find it. <laughs> there's a couple little tiny marks, but that is a Ruger 1022 in a 22 mag. Um, they made 22 mag for oh, ten years, twelve years, something like that ish, um, not very long. And since then, they've grown in popularity and, of course, price. Um, but uh, as a collector's item, that is something. I think I've had one other one of those in the last ten years. Um, come through not with extra mags because extra mags are kind of expensive. Um, the new Aruger American mags, some of those 22 mags will actually fit it, but that's original mags. We've got the original magazines from the era with it. So I think it's just about perfect. There's I found almost nothing uh, on the bluing anywhere and a couple little handling marks on the wood. Otherwise, it is gorgeous. And this is just not something you see. Um, a lot of people want them. You know, it's the legendary 1022 action that has been out since the 60s and has been just an awesome, awesome 22 gun. Um, and uh, this one's in the 22 mag, and it is—it's in as perfect condition as, as I've ever held one. Uh, really, really, really nice gun. Really hard to come by. It's only—it has not actually hit the shelf yet because we bought it earlier this week, and then I—I I, I held it for the show. I was like, "This is a really neat piece that you just don't get to see. You don't get to touch that." Um, and uh, it's—it's kind of—it's kind of cool. So it, it's going to go on the shelf when, <laughs> whenever we get off the radio, and I can carry it back over there. Um, but oh, you got to see this. Yeah. This is—it it really is. I mean
0: I had to look to see if that cuz you yep. the furniture is that is in such great
1: shape yep. there's yep. a little little bit of a mark in one but you had yep. to search for it. Yep. This is beautiful. Yeah. Wow. It, three it, magazines. Three magazines that come with it. Yeah. It's uh it is, is an absolutely awesome gun. So it, it'll be out a little later today. Come by. If you want one, you better, and you know. If, if you really want one of these and you've looked at them, you know you just don't see them very often. And you can find a few for sale online. The problem with online is the same as everywhere. You don't get to, especially on a used gun, you don't get to touch it. You don't get to see well, what, dam, what does the damage look like. Yeah, you're telling me there's this. Well, what does it look like? What does it feel like? And uh, you can come over and pick that up today because in Missouri, that's still not an assault rifle. <laughs> poor illinois but in missouri that's still an assault rifle man that is just that is really really beautiful it, it really is I, I i thought about it for half a second and i was like no no i can't my wife has already cut off my firearms budget for the year um respectfully it's so not even i even half some stuff i know but we're not even halfway into the year and you've already gone over the your budget I, i'm bad yeah i've i bought three guns already this year I know it doesn't sound like a lot but i don't usually buy that many guns because i I have them all day at work, uh, so I don't. I don't own that many guns, but I've bought three this year,
0: and I've. Already, yeah, yeah. So, so what? What? <laughs> now I'm curious. What uh, do, do you? Do you mind? Maybe you don't want to. So say. I
1: bought. I bought a a Seiko, a very nice older uh, Seiko rifle. So really pretty rifle. One of those. I bought a Browning that came in that was the same thing. It was an A bolt, brand new gun. It just came in with a piece of of lumber, piece of wood on it that was gorgeous. It had reds, it had silvers, it had grays, it had whites. I mean, it was just it was a perfect piece of, of wood on it. And I was like, well, I, I have to own that. Even though it was in a caliber, I don't shoot. It was just too pretty. So I ended up <laughs> owning that. And then I bought, the, a couple of weeks ago, we brought in or a couple times ago, we brought in a SIG uh, Max Michelle version of the SIG P320. It's a competition-style gun. It's got the red dot on it. It is an awesome gun. And I, I'm not a big... Uh, I, I just don't have that kind of stuff. But man, there's something about that that fit my hand really well. I like the trigger. I like the reset. And so I was like, oh, I got own one of those. So I bought one of those, too. And So you went and told everybody... Come to this. Come down to Powderhorn Guns and Archery. Here's what we got, and then you bought it. <laughs> no, no, I sold that one. In all fairness, I put that one in the case, and then I ordered another one. Did you? So, all right. I, I, and we sold that one right away, right after the show. It, it's an awesome. It's a really cool gun. It's one they did a really good job on. But that right there, that 1022, you're not going to see that very often, especially in the 22 mag. That, that that will not last very long.
0: All right. So I'm watching uh, and reading uh, uh, information on the shot show, and I find out that. Uh, Smith & Wesson is uh, putting out a 5.7 and I'm reading the or, or M&P, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, and Smith & Wesson M&P 5.7 and I'm reading the reviews on it and they're really, really good. So I tell my wife about this because she was actually looking at buying an F, uh, FN and I said, this is way less expensive. <laughs> yeah. the, the report on the trigger which I can verify is really, really good. And she said she wanted one. So last week, uh, Larry was in, and he had one. So I bought it for her. And now this week you've come <laughs> in and you've got one. Yep. Uh, and I'm and I'm telling you folks, this has got a beautiful trigger. This is slim. Um, that five-seven round yep. is just fabulous. Now I'm thinking I should buy another one. I should buy one for me. Yeah. You'd like that too, wouldn't
1: you? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that is that's perfect. In fact, I'd probably buy two because one is none and two is one. I'm sorry, would you? <laughs> <laughs> that's always the rule of you- firearms. Well, one is none and two is one. <laughs> two is one. So you need to have two if you want one. It comes threaded. Oh. And it's fairly lightweight for a, you know, because you look at it sitting on the table, it's a longer gun. It, you know, it's a full five inch barrel. And because it's ported like that, it just looks like a, a longer gun. But you pick it up and it's lightweight, it's slim. And the, the trigger is nice. I mean, straight from the factory with a, with a decent trigger from Smith & Wesson is, is really cool. And it's 20, 21 plus one? 22. 22. Oh, sorry. Plus 22 uh, plus one. Yeah. I have to tell you what you're <laughs> carrying now. <laughs> 22, 22 plus one. So half a box of ammo you can you can throw in that thing. And that, that is a lot. That is a lot of ammo. Um, and that five seven it, round comes out at screaming really... It's screaming velocities. It defeats a lot or most body armor and other things like that, and uh, it, it it doesn't have a ton of recoil um, for for as fast as it comes uh, comes out of there because it's a smaller round. I mean, the, the cartridge itself is a smaller cartridge, but and that's how you can get so many of them uh, packed into such a small package. There, uh, great great round. And like you said, the FN was the first one to do it, but and the FN is a great pistol. The Fn is a great pistol, yeah. but it's more than double what the cost of one of these is. And the FN trigger is not, no. I think as sharp as this. No, I think they did a better job and that retails for 659, I believe. Wow. yeah, it's a lot of gun for 659. It's really neat. Now well, since I bought up
0: <laughs> I bought up Larry's supply, uh, you might want to head over to powderhorn guns and
1: archery. Uh, because if I get down there before you, well, <laughs> you're <laughs> out of luck. I was going to say, luckily we've got two, but clearly you Do need you? two. you? You've got so two? I, I have at least two right now, yeah. I think we ordered five or six in, and we've sold over half of them. But I, I, I know yesterday when I left, there was that one I pulled out of the back, and there's still one in the case. So, Wow. Yeah. Uh, holsters? Who's making a holster for this? So you, you've got some starts to holsters. I think um, it depends on some, who makes the holster. It'll fit into some of the m and uh, stuff. And you get a lot more people that are making Kydex Fit everything kind of holsters, um, and then you've got your nylons and your leathers that that'll fit a few things for.
0: You know, I I would rather a leather than a nylon. There's something about, and I yeah. it's it's <laughs> reasonably priced certainly, uh, but if you want to put a, a firearm back in its holster and it's one of those, you know, cloth nylon yep. things, it's
1: yeah. It's different. <laughs> it, it doesn't hold its shape as well. It usually takes multiple hands. It's uh, yeah. I, I, I'm a firm believer in the open Kydex stuff. I like some leather things too, but it usually takes two hands to get my gun back into leather. I mean, you usually have to reach back a hand, a hand, open it back up to be able to get your gun down in, and that's yeah. that. That brings problems for the reason we carry. I'm just telling you this. This M&P five seven,
0: that is that is it. It is the firearm. They did a good job
1: with it. that gun. has been super popular. Yeah. Nice
0: grip, nice and thin, should, should oh, man. All right, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to put walk, it on. I walk, away. Bought, and I I walk away. I already bought one. I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm going to just relax, <laughs> take a deep breath. <sighs> but then you do have more than one of That's them. right, so, so you wouldn't even be one, hurting me, it'd be perfect. And I wouldn't want to hurt you.
1: I, no, of course <laughs> not. Of course <laughs> not after today, right? No, no, not at all. <laughs>
0: Oh, Lord. All right, it is Gary on Guns. Those are, uh, that was uh, show and tell. And, uh, boy, I'm telling you, every one of these firearms is in, their, in its own right special. Uh, but that 5-7, uh, that wow. Uh, the New York governor says there is no right to self-defense. I, I know, you find that hard to believe. And in Illinois, gun and magazine ban is back in effect, at least for now. What the hell are they doing in Illinois? (laughs) It's it's against it. No, now you can't. No, now you can't again. It's just they keep going back and forth. Every blue state in the country is going to push and needle and poke until they can find somewhere where they can enact legislation that is effectively unconstitutional. They want and they keep trying different avenues. Uh but I think the Bruin decision is really pretty clear. If it wasn't on the books then,
1: it ain't constitutional now. Yeah. I. In, in the, sometimes you see it as court shopping, uh, so you, you, they keep trying this around and go through the different courts. It just seems like it's legislator back to court. Court says no, back to legislator, rewrite it, just a little bit different, try it again. And yeah. that seems to be what's going through it. It's poke and poke and pride <laughs> and poke. All right, we'll talk about that and more coming up. Gary on gun. Hey,
0: welcome. Glad to have you with us. And uh, Jordan is in from Powderhorn Guns and Archer. You're talking about Illinois, uh, where apparently uh, the uh, Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals stayed a district judge's uh, injunction that uh, halted enforcement of the assault weapon and large capacity magazine ban. That was signed into law by the governor, that's uh, Pritzker, back in
1: January. What exactly is a large capacity? Where... Well, I guess it depends what state you're standing in. But I don't remember how they defined it. I don't remember if they defined it as 10 or 15. I mean, But it's kind of an arbitrary thing, it, isn't it? It is it its yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because I have everything from three-round magazines to 100-round magazines for sale. So I don't know when they become large. Uh, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, they're, but it's not their goal to have something that has too much ammo. It's their goal to get rid of very specific things. So they want to get rid of your AR-type 30-round magazines. I mean, that, that's their goal. Of course, that, that's, uh, you know, you look at this collection of firearms in front of you, one gun there has more than double of any of the other guns that are sitting there. So that's what they're going after. But they're specifically going after AR-type weapons. So it's going to be most likely anything 15 rounds or more. Colorado the same way. What is that? You know, every once in a while, I, I get the year, I think, get an
0: AR with one of those drum magazines, mm-hmm. but I don't, It's
1: I don't think the drum magazine is all that good. It's one of those, it's fun to do it once. Um, they're more reliable than they used to be, because we used to do this in the early 2000s with, you know with the AKs and the old drum like from, from Russia type stuff and uh, you'd never actually get your 50 rounds off or 60 rounds off um, but it's it's one of those that's really fun to do once it's heavy it takes forever to load um, as you can imagine um, but it is fun to do once or twice and then you're like alright well that was good. That sits on the shelf for <laughs> from now on. But it is, it's one of those kind of, so it's it's like having a boat. It's great to have a friend with one instead of buying one yourself.
0: It, they say about boats, uh, <laughs> the two best days of your life, the day you buy it, the day you sell it. That's it. <laughs> but I, you know, the I, I remember uh, getting a 22 conversion kit for the AR-15. Yeah. And, uh, because it was just way yeah. cheaper to shoot and Gwen loved to shoot the AR. And I found myself Spending very little time on the range shooting, and most of the time on the range loading it for her. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, geez, this thing holds a million rounds. Yeah, and she, and she could empty it faster than I could load the next one. <laughs> that's fact. <It's> like, <laughs> that's like holy Toledo. <laughs> that's that's what kids are for. But what a but what a great uh you know, get that twenty two conversion kit. Yeah, and the AR fifteen, and just go out and plink and have a good time. Yeah, can't go wrong. No easy easy fun stuff. stuff. Yeah. Uh, and the twenty two is, you know, it's a fun round. It um is. I don't know. Uh we gotta move on because we time is of the essence here. Um I wanna talk about New
1: York and, and <laughs> do we uh, have to? Well <laughs> No, yeah, I know where you're going with it. It's actually good stories. happened right one of those happened right after I left. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I was in New York for a week. I held I held my ground. <laughs> it wasn't you. <laughs> Uh,
0: This is from uh, Bearing Arms. It's hard to find any other interpretation of Governor Kathy Hochul's latest statement about the death of Jordan Neely, the mentally disturbed New York man who died after being placed in a chokehold by a Marine veteran on a New York City subway after allegedly threatening passengers. Hochul's been taking heat from progressive activists for not immediately condemning the veteran and convincing convincing in the court of public opinion as well as for her first statement after the incident in which she vaguely spoke about consequences for behavior. It was unclear whether Hochul was talking about Neely or the veteran. But in her attempt to clarify her earlier remarks, she also made it clear she doesn't think self-defense is ever justified. Um, it's hard to, these people amaze me. Uh, her press conference emails. Uh, let's see transcript of the remarks, Governor Hochul. Before we, uh, well, let me just do this because you and I were talking about this before the show. There was a uh, a press conference, uh, and and uh, the uh, former mayor of of uh, New York, Bloomberg, who's a <laughs> multi billionaire, is being interviewed, and somebody uh, pops up with a question about his. Uh, his inconsistency on firearms. He said, you know, you've got arm protection. People are, you know, standing around you carrying guns. Um, I can't afford that, so I have to carry my own gun. Why do you want me to be vulnerable? Why do you get to be protected by a gun, essentially, and I don't? And the arrogant answer was, well, I'm a billionaire and I'm, you know, I'm in danger. You, you're, you're not... You're safe, and the hypocrisy really stood out, yeah. uh, and the arrogance as well. Um, because all you have to do is look uh, on TV any day, and uh, you know if, uh, where their you know New York subway uh, passenger uh, gets shoved on the tracks, gets shot, stabbed, or beaten. The average guy is pretty vulnerable <laughs> if he can't protect
1: himself. I'd say way more vulnerable than the uh, the millionaires and the billionaires. Yeah, I mean it's it's bad. And I I saw that while we were while we were there. Right after we left, uh, something occurred, and it was one of those bodega owners. Guy went in, uh, was armed. He attacked bodega owner. Bodega owner was able to fight him off, gain control of his weapon, and use weapon against him. Bodega owner was arrested for that. They they did let him go a week later a week later but he went he went to jail to according to nypd and what their what their current policy is is to take everybody to jail in those situations even someone who clearly used self-defense against someone who had already attacked them and uh, and he, he went to jail for it and i couldn't believe it and that happened like the day we were leaving and i read about it in the news i was like oh my god we gotta get that guy out of the this city that's a crazy place to be but i i it's absolutely insane that those people say and think that. It's the power. I guess it's just the power trip that goes to their head. Once they're in power, they believe they are the right ones. I mean, they, you can trust me. It's just...
0: It's almost well, other people we can't trust. It, you're too stupid is the mentality. That is, that is correct. And it's frustrating. Uh, now this, they're they're trying to hang this uh, retired Marine. He's yeah. 24 years old. Uh, there was no firearm involved in this, but the, I guess this guy was threatening people and uh, was acting a little crazy. Yep. Um and he did have a criminal record. Now I'm sure the marine and, and the others didn't know about the criminal record, but he was acting crazy and making threats. He he could be in danger. He could be in danger of being prosecuted for manslaughter. He used a chokehold uh, that ended up killing the guy. The interesting thing is the response um, from you know Black Lives Matter uh, and those folks. They want this kid hung. They want him pro- tried for murder. They are. And he may be guilty of manslaughter. I, I, I'm i I'm not sitting here saying he's absolutely innocent. But if the multi-billions of dollars that they got at Black Lives Matter, and they do, it's literally <laughs> multi-billions of dollars. If they spent that money going into the inner city and mentoring these young boys uh, and, and making sure they get a good education. If they use that money to teach them right from wrong and be a big brother or big sister... You would see a lot less crime and a lot fewer minorities that are getting killed uh, in the inner city. Instead, they're instead of protesting the 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 black on black crime that they ignore completely, even though it is it is uh, you know it's constant. No, no, they're going to protest this guy.
1: It's so the now. No one's no one willing to take that long-term approach. And what you're talking about is a long-term approach to change the mentality of a, of, of a, of a community, a culture, a people. That is, that is hard to do. And nobody will take that because that's a, that's a 50-year plan. That, that, that takes generational change. But, you know, if you've got billions of
0: dollars donated <laughs> by major corporations all around the world, you can start down that path. It's true. And they're not doing it you know, lo and behold, if uh, somebody's acting crazy and uh, some people try to protect themselves, they, they're they the ones we're going to protest. Not everyday occurrences that are constantly killing minorities. No, this particular one. It's frustrating. <laughs> Alright, we're up against the clock. we got to come back and wrap it up. You're listening to Gary on Guns. Yeah, and I have Jordan in from Powderhorn Guns and
1: Archery. Brought in uh, several firearms. Let's do a quick recap So. People know. So we've got the uh, Uberti Dock we talked about uh, first in that beautiful forty-five long Colt revolver. We've got your Browning nineteen eleven in the twenty-two, a nice small gun. We've got your Ruger SR twenty-two, um, and a nice gun. Um, we have that beautiful, never really seen very often, that ten Ruger ten twenty two in the twenty two mag caliber with three extra or with two extra magazines, so three magazines total, and then this one here that Gary's going to leave with is that Smith and Wesson <laughs> <laughs> Smith and Wesson five seven with the twenty two plus one capacity on it. Man, that is
0: just so sweet. That's All right, cool. <laughs> uh, those will be available at Powderhorn Guns and Archery just a little bit after uh, ten o'clock this morning. Uh, there is a a piece at Bearing Arms about mass shootings. Um, and I keep thinking, <laughs> if you've got 20 mass shootings, 30 mass shootings, in a country with over 330 million people, that's a mighty small percentage. Um, usually when they're talking about mass shootings, they'll compare Great Britain to the United States. Yeah or France to the United States. And you can't do that because they're they're per capita there's a per capita difference. <laughs> they're they're nowhere near 330 million even if you put Great Britain and France together. We we have more people. So when you break it down, it's, it's like all of Europe for crying out loud uh, practically against the United States and then suddenly the United States looks pretty good <laughs> in terms of mass shootings. But they never they never do that. They always just take one small country and compare it to say, Yeah, hey, look at this. And you mean
1: they make the numbers say what they want them to say? Yes. Uh, what is it? Lies, <laughs> damn lies, and statistics. <laughs> That's it. any any statistic will say whatever you want it to say. It's just it's not in perspective, and I um, and and the
0: media just keep hammering on it. And there's another problem, and it is also media driven, uh, and and I've made it a point to never mention the name of a mass shooter,
1: that's a fact yeah.
0: I think that mass shooters feed on each other they're actually in competition yeah. you know so and so did this in Colorado uh so I'm gonna do more here uh and and they compete yep. and it's it's an odd competition because it's not like yeah you're uh, you're up there in Colorado uh, how many you plan on taking out well yeah. all right, I'll see <laughs> if I can beat that. It's it's you know, long after the
1: the first assailant is dead and cold and in the ground, we're learning Sky is competing. And we're learning everything about these people. I mean they it's not just, hey, this was John Smith that did this. It is everything about John Smith for the next month and a half. That should not be. We all compete for, comp- or for, for acknowledgement, for recognition. Most of us aren't crazy like that, but we all do it some way in our life to get people to recognize that we exist, that we're here. And that's a terrible way to give people with already mental issues um, uh, another way to do that. So now you've got, you've got two
0: competing interests. One interest is we're not going to give you that publicity. We know you want it, but we're not going to give it to you. So know that if you do this, you die in anonymity. On the other hand, there's the public's
1: right to know. So how do you think they should handle this? <laughs> I don't care who did it. I want to know that somebody did it. Okay, well, John Smith did it. All right, great. And that's all I need to know. I don't need to know why he did it because we know why. And everybody in here's already got their mind made up of why they did it. Well, they did it because ARs exist. Oh, well, that's why they did a mass shooting. Or you're more reasonable like us and you go, something was wrong with that kid. I mean, that that's a cultural problem, a, a upbringing problem. There are a few sociopaths in the world that just are crazy, but that's very, very rare. Uh, that's an upbringing problem. I don't need to know anything else. You don't need to tell me he had an upbringing problem because I know he had <laughs> an upbringing problem. <laughs> he did this. Uh, he had a I problem. Mean, that, That's obvious to us. So it's, it's us that needs to make it better. But uh, if you have one news outlet that doesn't report anything and one that does, which one's going to be watched more? I think with our society, because they need to know. We all need to know. There's all this self-importance in our society of, well, I deserve to know what's going on. Do you? I mean, you know a guy did this. Why do you need to know about that guy and what his mom said 30 years ago and what the pastor did to him and what kind of video games he played? I mean, there's plenty of books that tell you exactly what leads to to all this stuff. Well, it is tough because
0: if you watch the news, uh, they'll report that there was a fire on Smith and 12th Street uh, at 8 o'clock last night. We don't know who these people are. We've never met them. We've probably never been on Smith and 12th Street. Uh, but we we play it because, as they say, if it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. So the news media need to find a way to not over-report. Yeah. Now, does that mean that we, um, in, in this industry, should perhaps not talk about it? Possibly, but then somebody's gonna, yeah. But somebody's going to, and uh, you know they're going to attack the gun. And if we don't come out and defend the gun and point out that the gun did nothing, the gun was harmless. It it's inert. It just sits on the ground till you pick it up. uh, They'll get away with blaming the gun. So it really (laughs) is a no win situation. Yep. And I, I I don't I don't have a solution for that. Um, and it doesn't sound like you do. Let me, let me, let me just throw this out at Brian, who's, uh, producing the show for us now for like uh, 15 years. Brian, should the news media ignore mass shootings? I would say no. I mean, you have to report them, but But if you report them, ignore them, but if you report them, you get copycat shooters. Yeah, I think that, um. I mean, it goes without saying that I don't think that there's just copycat killers that are willing to go out and beat the last guy that did something horrendous. I think that there's just people that, you know, say, I think that I'm going to do this today. I mean, like the first time Columbine occurred, these people didn't see anything on the news. They just did this. Why? I don't know. I mean, something in their brain went crazy. Uh, can't explain it. It seems to be the, the the barometer for all the mass shootings is Columbine. It's like, well, they
1: did this. <laughs> it's the first one in our modern age that we all think about that also had a bunch of news coverage. That there was plenty before. Heck, we had bombings in schools before. Yes. I mean, there there's plenty that happened before. That's just our modern age one. And it was the coming of age of the media and all of the different media, not CBS, NBC, uh, ABC, that it was before. That was the, now we've got CNNs, and now we've got Fox News, and now we've got all of these other things that we can report. And uh, it, it was just our first modern one. It's not the beginning. But it was, it was one that just surprised everybody, middle America, and everybody knew about it. Yeah, I'm not sure
0: what the answer is, but I do know that if you do this, you do have a mental problem. I do know that it's not the firearm that's responsible. I do know that if you take away that firearm or the availability of an AR-15, there are several other rifles and other guns that, that can be used. Um, and we've got to quit addressing the gun issue and start addressing the people issue.
1: Um, that's, but that's expensive and that's long-term. And it doesn't win elections for them right now. So we got to change that. Well, you know, gun control, I don't think is winning uh, elections either. I think Uh, it does. In your blue states, it wins. If you're not one way, you got to be the right way. And in red states, if you start talking about gun control,
0: it's a problem. But you saw what happened and you experienced it uh, from the start of COVID and the riots in the streets. Uh, people were buying firearms yeah. at a much higher rate. Yeah. Records were set every year through that whole period.
1: 40-50% more, yeah.
0: And that wasn't just in Missouri or just in uh, Arkansas or anything like that. It was all over the country. Yep. So I think there are a lot of people out there, even in blue states, yep. who don't buy into the gun control argument. That's a fact. I, I, would, I would, yes, that, that's a 100% fact. So I, I, I don't think that, I don't think it's a winning... Um, a winning argument uh, for elections i I think it uh, it falls by the wayside uh anyway uh we 're fast uh, running out of time some absolutely fabulous firearms from uh, uh potterhorn guns and archery at 1911. 1915. 1915. 1911. <laughs> God, I went, how did I, how did I do I'm that? sorry. Date oh. of birth. Date of birth. Yeah. <laughs> date of birth. Well, all right. Thank you for being with us. we got to run whatever it is in life that you want. Go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. Seize the day. Carpe diem. Gwen, baby, honey, I'm coming home.